everybody. Dan Beckworth with the Logan Capital, Managing Director for Managing Accounts. Wanted to reach out to you guys and talk uh, quite a little bit of information about uh, technology. It's our favorite uh, story for 2020. Uh, I'm joined here by Chris Wimet, who's the Portfolio Manager on our Dividend Performer Strategy, and Stephen Lee, who's Principal and Portfolio Manager at Logan Capital. Chris, I'd like to kick it over to you. Just talk a little bit about the tech sector. It's been a great performer for 2020. And do those prospects continue into 21? I want to hear your thoughts. Thank you very much, Dan. So yes, tech has been the strongest sector uh, year to date, even through the third quarter. And, and even as we head into December, tech has been easily the strongest sector within the S&P 500. And it's really benefited from a work from home, school from home environment. But even before then, trends were particularly strong with the technology sector and the pandemic has simply accentuated those trends. And for us, we have a significant weight within information technology. It's about 25% of our portfolio. And the same themes that we, when we last spoke are still prevalent within the portfolio. Um, you know, we've structured the portfolio to have uh, exposure to names that are benefiting from cloud rollout, such as Microsoft and Accenture as well as a recurring revenue theme and from the likes of say in the ADP, uh, as well as a uh, Broadridge Financial. So a lot of the uh, companies we're investing in are allowing companies to digitize their core. And the pandemic has brought these trends forward to a great extent. When you look at Microsoft, you have commercial cloud revenue growth exceeding 30%. Um, so far this year, which is amazing and gross margins exceeding overall corporate with the strength in their commercial cloud operations. You have Accenture, one of the leading IT services firm, also helping companies digitize their core. And last quarter, even though their revenues were down low single digits, their bookings were up high single digits, indicating as the year progresses, firms still firmly believe and want to move forward with structural digitization of the core. Steve, I know you've had some exposure within your portfolio to names that are benefiting from this digitization of the core. Yeah, that's that's very true. And I like I like the term core because our thought coming into the year was um, that you'd had, you, you know, last year, a lot of the classic tech stocks really did drive returns and become a, a pretty significant portion of the benchmarks. And they were justifiably rewarded because they were really profitable. But our thinking was that there were a lot of companies out there that we're making these investments to a digital core and that that digital core would actually be a more profitable core uh, once you got there. Um, and I think Chris, Chris, to your point, um, the pandemic um, really accelerated those differences because you know, I think we all see within both our own personal behaviors and within our businesses, how we do things is really changing. Um, and particularly on retail, as we enter the holiday season, we're really seeing uh, profitability, sales, revenue really go to those companies that have made the investments. Um, and Chris, you're like, like we don't we don't have a lot of exposure to Microsoft on the growth portfolios, but I think what everyone rolled out Microsoft Teams and Office 365 this year. Um, you know, are you seeing some of the some of the providers? So what, where have you, you are you seeing that within DP? Are you seeing the same thing we're seeing with the uh, kind of the inflection go from the providers to the users in terms of performance? Uh, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> we use Accenture as a very broad barometer of where IT service spend is going. And you can see where companies are spending. They're spending it on moving to either public cloud or hybrid cloud. 
they're spending a lot of money on security and also application software, which is some of the things you mentioned uh, that are affecting your companies within retail. Um, so Accenture for us, you know, they report off cycle, they're reporting in the next uh, two weeks. So we're excited to see what they say. It's actually a name that we added to uh, during the middle of the pandemic. Um, we view Accenture sort of as an offensive defensive name within the space. It's the leading IT service provider uh, with, within, within the space, broad-based customer set, um, as well as 70% of their revenues coming from what they've defined as the new, which is this digitization process we've been talking about. Yeah, and I think we see it with, you know, an interesting applications as well as once, you know, Accenture gets done helping these clients out. Um, you know, I think about a William Sonoma or Restoration Hardware who are selling furniture and they're selling furniture digitally. Um, and also though, have the, the hedge of, if we do want to get out of the house, which I think I do, um, you, know, um, you know, they have compelling stores or reasons to go there. You know, like a Dick's Sporting Goods is a good example of that, a good omni-channel presence there. Mm -hmm. um, as well as with healthcare, how the idea, you know, the advances with telemedicine and wanting to be able to, um, you know, do that preliminary work in healthcare before you actually get to a doctor's office, that's probably a trend that's going to stick. Um, so we really, um, you know, it's interesting where the, you know, on the, I think a dividend performers kind of the providers have become these steady, nice, high yielding stocks. I remember from the late nineties, you know, um, you all have some Cisco, right? I think, or, you know, some of these companies that are just, um, you know, were the go-go stocks of the nineties when we all started our careers that are now like the steady absolute necessities of life. Like it's, you know, um, it's certainly a long way from the dot-com era. Oh gosh, yeah. Putting the dot in dot com. Remember, so now we're all the dot. But anyway, but um, yeah. So it's been an interesting evolution, and I, I like the barbell side. Where even within the different portfolios, even with allocation buying, even if you're buying for defense or dividend yield, like our more value oriented strategies are, you still need exposure technology. Um, and then on the growth side to invest for the future, our, our thinking is you need to have companies that aren't necessarily tech per se, but whose management teams have an incredible awareness of technology. So hearing both of you talk, it does sound like technology is going to be here to stay and there's plenty of opportunities, even at these valuations in both styles of management. Certainly from our side, yeah. For sure, yeah, we, we've adopted um, you know, more of a barbell strategy, I'd say, within our tech, technology holdings. Um, you know, we've had names that have benefited from the work from home and school from home environment, which we've discussed, such as Microsoft. And then also we have names that we're positioned in that should uh, benefit as the economy reopens, such as ADP and Visa. Um, you know, we talk about the theme of recurring revenues. ADP has over 90% client retention um, with their clients. So as employers rehire back in their employees, ADP should stand to benefit from that process and it'll show in their financial results. And then Visa, while it's benefited from uh, e-commerce growth during the year, for sure, a headwind for it has been cross-border travel, people not hopping on planes to go visit their friends and family or taking business trips. And we expect this to gradually return in the latter stages of 21 into 22. Um, so we feel very strongly that these will be a big beneficiary of that as that progresses. Yeah, we agree. And I think you know, it's interesting when you have the, uh, the classic dividend growers where ADP and then we have an emerging player in that space um, on payments, uh, Paycom. Uh, and, you know, the expectations now when you hire people, payroll is going to be more complicated. Uh, 
work from home changes, well, what state, you know, where do you work now? Now, organizations that were all in one state now have multiple municipalities. That's going to drive demand for more sophisticated platforms. Um, and employees probably don't want to, you know, walk down the hall to the HR office to get their payroll information. They'd much rather get it on, you know, one of these bad boys. And um, that's going to necessitate change and drive demand. Um, and for us, we have a global payments, which helps small to mid-sized businesses do all those kind of tricks of the trade that Amazon and big retailers do in terms of knowing their customers just through that payment swipe. So, yeah, we do think there's a lot of opportunity there. Stephen, how do you classically, what's the statement you always give me around technology and, and becoming utility? I'm sorry? The statement you always leave me with in terms of technology is now becoming the utility. Oh, it's text the utility. It's necessity of life. Yeah. You know, it's like water. I remember years ago, somebody said that, well, you need, you need, you need water, you need electricity, and you're going to need an internet connection. And uh, it's like the third wire in the house. So we'll see. Well, this is helpful. I appreciate both of you taking the time, answering some of these questions, shedding some insights on the technology sector. If you want to find out more information about either of these strategies, our core products, our growth products, our value products, our dividend performers, please head to our website. It's www.logancapital.com. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you very much. And as a reminder, this material represents an assessment of the market and economic environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. Forward-looking statements are subject to certain risks and uncertainties. Actual results, performance, or achievements may differ materially from those expressed or implied. Information is based on data gathered from what we believe are reliable sources, it is not guaranteed as to accuracy, does not purport to be complete, and is not intended to be used as a primary basis for investment decisions. It should also not be construed as advice meeting the particular investment needs of any investor. Past performance does not guarantee future results.